Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. <laughs> What's going on, bad boy? Pour them all. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? I'm looking at Josh's butt. What? I didn't realize how sexual it was. All right, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Josh is trying to fix the Facebook live feed for we everybody. We have nothing? For your many, the molites, the molettes, for all the different women listening. For the mole? Yeah, they do. They only watch the show. I drove from Boston last night, left uh, Boston at 1030 just so I could get back and do this show with you. I'm a team player. And that's dedication. And now, I'm exhausted. Now, now, it's funny that you segue right into what I wrote at the top of my notes because... I heard it different. I heard that they refused to get you a hotel That is room absolutely not true. For I a heard, Boston game. I heard that also. That is absolutely not true. Josh Grossman is a fountain of misinformation. Where, uh, oh, I need him on mic. So, I need him on mic. Can we get Seth in heard, here to do that? All right. From what I heard, he told... And I didn't know hey, that it Seth, was... Seth, come fix Facebook for us. I didn't know there was a caveat. Like, he told me they're not going to pay for a room in Boston. I didn't. I don't think I ever said they're not going to pay for the room. Well, this so is they're a... not going to give me a hotel in Boston, is what you said. Uh, yeah, I said. I probably said I'm not getting a room in Boston. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. I thought you said you IMG complete... does not want you to get a room in Boston. No, that's yeah. not it. I, I volunteered and said, I can drive up the day of the game, don't... They stay in a very, very nice hotel in Boston. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no need for me to get a four hundred dollar a night room. You're slipping, kid. You're slipping. It's okay. It's and right. they it did. All, they will. You're Carmelo Anthony of radio. <laughs> so I've been cut. Oh. So yeah, on know, the way just... back, they would have paid for a room if I had stopped and gotten a room on the way back, but I didn't because I <sighs> love the Daniel Baldwin show. He's going to spin this into into his own yarn, isn't he? No, I, I guarantee you Matt Park would tell you. I, I told Park, don't get a hotel room for Another me. Another segue into a brilliant in my notes. It's as if you actually planned the show out with me, which we don't. Um, I got better things to do. <laughs> I know. He runs right in. We're 15 minutes in. I walk in by your by your window, of course, stealthily, so you Thank don't you. see me. Thank you. And, uh, and he's in there just jabbering away with his coffee, sucking he's down. He's having a great time. And I'm saying to myself, is he going to come in and, and even 15 minutes do a little All work right, if you want to be you want to be this way about it, I walk in, Baldwin goes, do we have guests today? I go, yeah, they're on the calendar I created for you a week ago. When Paulie you sends you look- an email, do you read it? No. No, I don't no. think so. No one does. Well, then, but, but don't that's complain okay. when you get... Well, who knew that there was any substance to them? Before them, there used to be porn stations that you wanted me to check in on, and now I realize that there's actually work involved, so... Uh, but let me ask you something. Speaking of Matt Park, all I heard was the buzz of Matt made it to work. He barely made it. Tell, take us through that. What happened to the great Matt Park? Nothing. Oh, nothing happened? It wasn't a, there was a buzz all around the office. No, almost... I couldn't go. It's not that big of a story. I don't know. No, I was having technical issues. So I, it's, prior, th- it's Thursday, remember, too. Prior to the, the middle of the week. So. Prior to the game, yeah. I was having technical issues. So I was unable to go over and get the guys from the hotel and drive them back. It's not a big story. I don't know what you heard. 
So, and, and do you go pit Mac up, uh, pick Matt up, and bring him to the? To the I venue? normally drive him to the games, I, every game because I have a car. Oh, I get so it. So it's nothing I outrageous. I just told him. I yeah. thought there's going to be some great story. He got pulled over. They they locked no. him up. You had to come up with bail you money. You could have asked me that before we went on the air. Uh, that's <laughs> air, ergo why you shouldn't go into Josh's studio and bother Josh. Ergo, I was sitting here for 10 minutes. You could have asked me that. Oh, my God. It's just, it never ends. Are you happy to have him back, you two? I, I, I am. It's Oscar Nipping and Nipping at each other, yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, we have uh, So What in the next segment. We have John Lester. Uh, Not maker. the pitcher. Not John Lester. That would have been a huge... I'm not that good of a booker for guests. I got John Lester, the odds maker, not John oh, I can Lester. Get a, listen, do we want pitchers from baseball calling into the show right now? Yeah, that'd be great. You want that? And if you say you can do it and you've been here a year and we haven't had a pitcher on, that's well, on you, bro. Well... Nip, nip, I love it. You know what? See what happens when he gets no sleep? I love it. Yeah. He's like that little dog going, you know, you don't want to squash it and kill it? Well, can you get pictures? Because this will be great. Why have we had a picture on? Yeah, you want me to like call right now and get a picture? If you do this right now, I will get up and quit. I will walk out of this. If he gets an ML former MLB player on the radio in like one call right now, and we've been doing this show for how long? And it hasn't happened. What do you yet? want? Like, 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 legendary? Do you want like really controversial? I don't care who it is. I don't care if they got a cup of coffee. I don't care if the guy only pitched an inning in the big leagues. Really? Anybody that pitched in the MLB, I'm walking out of this studio right now. Wow. Well, then why would I do it? Let's place the bet. Let's make a bet. If he can get a former or current MLB player to call him before the end of the show today, what's the bet? <laughs> I will quit the Daniel Ball. <laughs> but why would you quit? Why you just because I give up? Like you could have done this that easily all this time and you never did it. Yeah, I got like lots of guys that I know that. Oh my god! You can get these guys. I got John Lester, the odds maker. Well, how dare you belittle the great John <laughs> Lester's name? I mean, the poor guy's probably listening right now, and you're crapping all over him. <laughs> I got the stupid odds maker calling in. He actually does all the prop bets for the Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So let me see. I'm calling. Really, I'm calling right now. Really, I will it, really is walk is out. Ringing? It's your phone. You're on the phone again. You couldn't wait till we went to break to do this? Uh, it's calling. Oh, i got to send it in a message. Um, so there was an SU game last night. There was an SU game, but I'm still calling my friend. Johnny, hey, it's Daniel Baldwin. I'm on my ESPN show. Uh, give me a call if you want to be on the show today. Uh, give me a shout. I have a bet that I can't get you to call into the show. Uh, you can call into the show at 315 315- Four three seven, seven six four four, three one five four three seven seven six four four. We'll send that. The infamous John Rocker, ladies and gentlemen. John Rocker calling into the show later on today. I'll guarantee you'll call when he hears that I call. I'm out. <laughs> I am out. You're out if Johnny Rocker yeah, calls. Yeah, I'm in? done. Did you, you love better? Johnny when he pitched in Atlanta? Uh, no, wasn't a fan. He was controversial. Yeah, he, had a- he was controversial. Yeah, it's amazing. Be nice. Be nice. <laughs> now you know, you know the, guy, the guys I'm going to call, you know. Well, maybe we don't need your guests. <laughs> <laughs> I'm strangling myself with yeah. my headset right now. Uh, if he calls in, I literally am done. I'm no, done. Why? Because we've been doing this show a year, and he can book somebody that easy. He could have had John Rocker on that easy. And Bro, he hasn't I done could it? book a Major League Baseball player to call us every day. If I Do your to. job! <laughs> 
But I'm not the producer of the show. I'm just the personality, the celebrity personality on air. I'm done. But you voice. got the Rolodex. Yeah, I'm done. Then oh, give me your phone, and I'll call. I these could people. give you my phone. We could. Have, I know Roger Clemens. I know. I know lots of guys that I played in the celebrity golf tour. Raphael Palmero, Sammy Sosa. I've got all their phone numbers on my phone. What? I give up. <laughs> well, well, we've gone to two hours. Mm-hmm. We did the beginning. I started doing the celebrity. I've had you know Hall of Fame guys calling Jim Kelly, Andre Reed's in the hall now. I've had. Hall of Fame guys call in. Did you think that it stopped at them? It doesn't stop at them. It, it shouldn't stop ever. They should be on daily if you can get them. Well, I thought we were going to start doing it on Friday. Well, this is why we got to sit down. Where's the where does the where's the payoff? You want to you want to save that for when the great one's going to start putting money into the show? And we you know. well, if you start getting guests that are that big, he's going to think the show's bigger. Wow. I'm going to make a couple more calls. This is oh, this <laughs> would be fantastic. Yeah, I might have like five guys calling today. I, I'll be done. <laughs> this brings me great but joy. But I, I don't believe why he goes this route. Instead of going, wow, you could do that, Boa, and then but he's going to quit. You don't get it. How do you not get it? We've been doing this a year, and you haven't booked any guests. How do you say I haven't booked any guests? He has I booked guests. He's booked a ton of guests. I, uh, first of all, you've had all three of my brothers come on. You've had like six. I can get one of my brothers on right now. Yeah, but your brothers aren't famous. I know, but it's not like it's not hard to get your brothers. But that's so it has to be hard to get the guest, or you want the guest? No, I just want guests. Like I don't get why we don't have a guest every day. Then the the guests count. See what I'm saying? That's how it works. Like people would rather hear from Roger Clemens than John Stinking Lester. The this poor guy. The yeah, I, I, I let's hope he's not listening to the show. How <laughs> dare you? Now John Lester realizes, like, wait, you could well, have this... had Roger Clemens on and you called me? Well, this goes hand in hand with with the fact that Georgetown's coming into town, and I go, oh, and I know Pat a long time, you and I are Yeah, why hasn't friends. he been on the show? And so, and, so, and so, well, he's in the middle of a season, and so they usually don't do that on the road. They just don't. Well, they... So they, they don't. So, but, but on the yeah. off-season now, I could get NFL guys to call in. I could get... You know, there's lots of guys you get to call in. All kinds of guys. Right. Guys everywhere. Hall of Famers. Sack leaders in the history okay. of the NFL. Well, then. I mean, you know, just on Friday, I guess I'll start doing it. I'll get somebody to call in tomorrow. So then I'll have the beat writer from Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're playing Pittsburgh. I know, but it's like. Crapping yeah, over yeah. everybody. Polly can get. Polly's got. I got the board op from Virginia Tech calling in, but all right, you got Roger Clemens. Fine. Well, <laughs> Tell Roger not to call in. I got, I got, I got the gaff guy. I got the best boy calling in from ESPN. I, like I got a, I got a psychic who doesn't even know who Bill Belichick is calling. In. No, the best part about the psychic call was that he thought he was talking. I was talking about my mother. Did yeah. you catch that? Yeah. My grandmother. Yeah. He didn't realize I was talking about Belichick's yeah, grandmother. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so he's he just got this stupid script in front of him. Yeah. You think that's how it goes? Yeah. Oh, she loved you, and she laughed a lot. <laughs> no, she didn't. She beat me within an inch of my life. Hey, could you tell Jim Kelly oh, we got to bump him? We got the play-by-play guy from Herkimer Community College <laughs> calling in, so uh, we'd love yeah. to get to him. But He's, uh, out. He's <laughs> out. I get it. I get how it works. Well, how do you think I got all the guys to do the promo for the show? Yeah, but I don't get why you wouldn't see the value in doing that daily. I don't. I don't not see the value. I see the value of having celebrities on our show. I think that you have to have a reason to call them, and you and there has to be an incentive to use up those chits. So I'm waiting for the great one to throw a little money at the well, show and step us up. And you don't us- think that having those guys on would have made the show bigger and better by this point? And 
make it more sellable. I thought, I thought it was very clear that I had a, a, a never-ending so Rolodex. Hold, you're just holding hold it now. back. Oh yeah. my god! Hold now. I want to just smash my face against the board right now. <laughs> hold it. Do you not know you're how like many? How many celebrity athletes? Don't you want to do like the best show possible, no matter what's happening? If I wanted that, Paul, you wouldn't be here. So. Oh my god! Oh, hey now, oh I can <laughs> leave in a second. <laughs> well, evidently, if John Rocker calls, you're leaving. So, <laughs> wow, I don't get it. Yeah, why don't we go to break and let you uh, let you calm down? Could and we'll you, play uh, some so Could you just let that uh, Daryl Strawberry know we can't get him on today? We got the guy We've who had, runs we, cables over I, I at the. Get, I, can get, I can get Daryl. I know on you can't. I can get Daryl. Now tell him we can't get him. In. We got John Darryl? Lester coming. Up. <laughs> we got hey, a John sports Lester. psychic coming John, in next. John Lester's getting beat up. <laughs> I mean, and I'm happy to have John Lester. I calling. am too. I really am too. He's taking time Terrible. out of his busy schedule to <laughs> join the Daniel Baldwin show. Right, let's take a break. All right, thank let's, you. Let's go to break. We'll be right back. I'm so excited. It's time for. Um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I just can't. Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. <laughs> you understand the me? Daniel Baldwin show. Hey now, you see that quick, the quick pitch you did to me? I love it. Sorry, I'm trying. I'm returning a message from Ron Guidry. <laughs> I am actually. I'm going to reach out to every guy I know in He's the majors. Huh? The show. He's going to walk off the show today. Yeah. So what is brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus? Catch all the remaining <laughs> SU hoops action in all sports on their big screen TVs. Vote a best sports pub in 2018 Syracuse New Times voter poll. Best of Syracuse, the Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus. Uh, many bars around New Orleans and the New Orleans area are will be hosting anti-Super Bowl parties on Sunday where they will not air the current Super Bowl. They will play the 2009 Super Bowl that the Saints won. That's stupid. That's dumb. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for them, and I think they got robbed. But at the end of the day, people are right. They were talking about on Golik and Wingo today. Um, we got to move on now. <laughs> They're not going to the Super Bowl when they lost. It's over. So, move on. Moving on. Casey Clemens, speaking of Roger Clemens, uh, the son of MLB legend Roger Clemens, was beat up so badly at a Houston bar that he may not return to the Blue Jays. He is suing the Concrete Cowboy in Texas, claiming he was just hanging out when bouncers singled them out and moved in order to uh, obviously start some trouble with them. The guys complied, complied with the bouncer's orders. Uh, then they were manhandled, beat up. Here's some of the injuries that, that he sustained. Wow. And he's expected he may not return to the Blue Jays because of the injuries. He has filed a $200,000 lawsuit for damages um, against the bar. That looks a little excessive. They, do they not have video? Nowadays, everybody has videotape. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Even the movie theaters. They have videotape. Yes, they do. Yeah. So you can see what's going on. You can always tell. So while the person says, no, I did this, or I didn't do that, or I didn't do that, let's go to the videotape. Remember Warner Wolf? Do you remember Warner Wolf? You don't remember Warner Wolf? He was a newscast, a sportscaster in, uh, um, in New York City. And he used to say, you know, Reggie Jackson's going to get up and strike out. Right? Wrong? Boom! Let's go to the videotape. And he used to go to the videotape all the time. I used to watch the uh, sports machine. Gene Michael or, or something Michaels. Yeah. Brett Michaels or something like that. Or, that was, that was the name? poison singer. No, what's his name? 
The sports machine? Yeah, there's something Michael sports machine. I love the sports machine. And he used to hit the rewind button. Yeah. <laughs> George Michael yeah, sports George machine. George Michael. There we go. I love Careless his work whisper. and wham, too. <laughs> love George Michael. According to reporters and some players off the record, did. the Miami Dolphins are planning to tank their 2019 season as they seek a franchise quarterback. What's the proof of this? Uh, there's just some scuttlebutt, and reporters are starting to say the Dolphins uh, are hoping to blow this season out so they can get a better... Well, if there's scuttlebutt, I have There's plenty of scuttlebutt, I will tell you that much. Could you imagine if they came out every play and took a knee? Just <laughs> 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 not even try it. For 60 games. <laughs> Throwing interceptions at every pass. Does Does Dan Marino have anything to do with that team anymore? Why don't you call him and have him on? Well, let me hang on a second. Hey, you, know, uh, you want to go to early break? I have to call Michael Jordan to get Dan's number. <laughs> Hang on now. Hang on. Michael, we have uh, we have the play-by-play guy from uh, Utica College calling him. Please. <laughs> That's right. Could you please give us Can a you minute? wait a minute before you call me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NFL star Rob Gronkowski is signed to a six-year, $54 million contract with the New England Patriots, but he does not touch his NFL money. He lives exclusively off of endorsements, and he has now been heard to be giving financial advice very similar to his other players. He tells the new kids on the team to keep it simple, don't blow it, take it easy, get what you need to live comfortably, but don't go crazy with splurging until you feel comfortable in this league. So who would have guessed? Rob Gronkowski, financial advisor. Well, I think the best thing that I heard about him in recent years, and, and think how smart these guys were, they're probably, you know, his, and I'm, I'm speculating, but his landscaper or his, his newspaper kid or whatever, they knew that he was on a playoff game on the road, and they went and robbed his house. Yeah, <laughs> they absolutely knew no one was going to yeah. be home, so he, they went in there and they dogged him. He also got in trouble for making a uh, childish joke to a female reporter yesterday. Well, he, he did. What, what did he, he say do? yesterday? Uh, when asked what his chances of returning would be next season, he goes, "You guys know my favorite number. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sixty nine. She knows what number I'm talking about." And he pointed at a female reporter and said, "Ask her." <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, I'll give you a math problem. What's six times nine plus six plus nine? He's just a dope. He's yeah. just a just a meathead dope. He doesn't he, know. He, he's just a big old frat boy, isn't he? He really is. Mm-hmm. I know dudes like that that love to make, like, they play softball and they got to have 69 as their stupid Oh, they look still funny to them. Yeah, They're like, I'm like 69, bro. Get it? <laughs> you get it. Yeah, we get it. We yeah, get you're it. an idiot. Yeah, I get, get it. it. I fully get you're a dope. Go ahead. <laughs> KDKA in Pittsburgh has fired the TV producer who wrote Tom Brady, known cheater, during a TV broadcast this week. All right, now I have this as a story for later. Okay. Um, but I have to say... They fired this guy. Yeah. They fired this guy because what he did was he was doing the report and then he soup, they superimposed under his direction, cheater. Right there, Paul. The, the screen. It says known Tom cheater. Brady, known you can cheater. get sued for stuff like that. He is a known cheater. That's not speculation. He went and deflated the balls, admitted that he did it. Yeah, it's not like it. Under it, his instruction, it's not the manager, alleged. He, he, said cheated. he cheated. Yeah, he cheated. So I don't know that you can get in trouble for saying that. What it was is that you're dealing with a guy who's the GOAT and all this other stuff with the Super Bowl coming, and you know they took it out. I don't think they should have fired this guy. He's a known cheater. Has he admitted to cheating? He admitted to instructing the manager to take some of the pressure out of the ball below league standards so that the kicker wouldn't be able to be able to hit a field goal. They had a better kicker. He could kick longer. So Brady had him soft. I thought the ball it was to help him throw, but 
I don't think so. I think it was the kicker. Got, they've been busted for cheating before, right? Yeah. Like that's happened. Yeah. I don't know. Fake news. All right. Wow. Well, why don't we Google that? A little Google challenge. You can't put crap like that. Google he challenge. Should, the, dude, the dude should be fired. To the guy should be fired for putting that on? Yes. What why? a dope. He's, like, it's news. You want to like... People go to the news for respectable news, mm-hmm. not dopey stuff like known cheater. You're fired. Get out of here. <laughs> Can't you known cheater? You'd f- Polly'd fire that guy right out the gate. Polly had him out. You know why? Because mm. he could call different MLB pitchers and have them on the show. <laughs> and finally, what time we have in the the great Tom Lester honor? Ten thirty. All right. 10:30. So we'll, Tom's on hold. Practically. All right. So uh, as we talk odds, I know that we have our Super Bowl squares out here. A mathematician has figured out the best numbers to have on any Super Bowl square. Rob Gronkowski knows them. <laughs> 69, brother. You know it, Daniel. You know it. Ask that broad. Ask that chick. She knows. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, the best numbers to have are obviously 0 and 7. Right. The worst numbers to have are 9 and 2. Right now, if you go out to our Super Bowl square, my buddy Cody, he has like three. One and nine. <laughs> like, it's can, like he's done. It's so hard to huh. get those. I just got a text message from Seth Goldberg. Mm-hmm. This is shocking news. <laughs> because have I ever told you my dad worked on the sports machines with George Michael? He did. That's he did. iconic. That is iconic. Like I wonder if he was a producer. Or, we'll have to get that story out of him. Because I used to sit up late at night. Me too. On, like, I watch Sunday that show all the time and watch. George Michael's sports machine. Well, and he had all the stories from auto racing to I mean he covered it. Yeah. It was uh it was Sports Center before Sports Center. It was. And it was like a only on once a week, I think. And it re- Yeah, it was like the end of the week, like a Sunday. Is George night. Michael dead. He's dead. All he died of, in all 2009. All the good George Michaels are dead. You can't even keep a George Michael alive in this country. <laughs> oh, he passed away from the sports machine? Yeah, he died on the sports machine. No, he died at the age of seventy in two thousand nine. No, I want to have him on the show. Get gonna, him on there. I was gonna call him right okay. now. <laughs> Wildcat Sports Pub brings you so what every single day here on the Daniel Baldwin Show. Catch all the remaining SU hoops action on their big screen TVs and all sports. Voted best sports pub in 2018 Syracuse New Times poll. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus. We'll come back with the great John John Lester. Lester. John Lester. Tim, I don't know, whatever it is. All right, John Lester coming up next on the Daniel Baldwin Show. We'll be right back. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. Did we get big dogs? By is that uh, Lester on the line? We're working on it right now. So is that Lester on the line right now? He's on hold right now. <coughs> we're trying to figure it out. We we've had a, a a communication error. So yeah. So what are we figuring out? Is he coming on? He's they're they're grabbing him. We're trying to. Right? You want to just hear the conversation with Seth? No. See what's going on. It's not. Come on, be fun. No. Oh, hang on. That might be John Rock. All right. What? <laughs> Should we big dog him back and bump him? No, it, no. Come on, have some fun. Some fun. You you're just ready to explode today, huh? Uh, and you're we, in your in your you're in your glory over there. Josh. Why are you even acknowledging this? Can't we just go on to the next segment like a professional radio? Is show? that what we're gonna do? We're gonna move on? Yeah, we'll go one segment ahead and if we have to come back to this, we will. To big to big Johnny Lester? Yes. Is he holding out for more money? <laughs> 
Did we ever get Facebook Live going? Are we good with that? <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're up. We're like it. Because I want everyone to see his face. <laughs> he turns red. About to explode. As he turns red. Your red is a, you, <laughs> you I'm really, I'm really loving this. Syracuse, BC. Syracuse wins 77 to 71 on the road at Boston College. Mole, you were there to see the game. They were chanting for Buddy Bayheim. You got nothing? Yeah, they were. I didn't hear it. They were. What were you doing? Were you watching I the have game? headphones on no, during right. the game. So. Well, then you missed yeah. it. Did you, did you enjoy the game? Yeah, it was great. Uh, the big story is uh, why Tyus Battle played point guard most of the second half. That's what everybody's. Well, that's what everybody's talking about. They had um, Jim Beheim uh, in the post game interview, and he said um, he knows that uh, Hughes might have been upset. Um, are you going to play that? Yeah, we got to right do, here. Let's do it. Well, if he has in his hands, somebody else can't screw it up. You know, he beat Duke from the point, and he, he won this game from the point. Uh, he played the point early in the year. We've simplified it when he has the ball. It's pretty much ball screen stuff. Um, he's getting a little better at finding people. He got got Buddy for a wide open shot. Frank was playing well. The, you know, he's upset, which you know I'd be upset if I was a senior too. But uh, Tyus is just better at the ball with the ball at the point, and he made plays. Well. It depends on what you're looking for when he when he makes that. That's a very strong statement to make about your starting point guard. And if he doesn't have the confidence in him to run the offense, I think we're more multifaceted with Hughes at the point. But certainly, people just haven't been able to figure out how to stop Tyus Battle off the dribble. And so, when he has the ball off the point, he can do a lot more things. If he's going to add into his rendition that he's going to distribute the ball to people for easy baskets or wide open looks like he did with Buddy Beheim, the coach Beheim was referring to, he becomes even more dangerous. I don't think he's a true point guard, Tyus Battle. I don't. But he's just so hard to stop. And and he, like in the Duke game, he took this game over. When you look at 31 points um, and, and winning by six, they stuck around most of the game, BC. I mean... You know they they were down by twelve, thirteen. Then it's down to six. Then it's back up to nine. Then it's down. but they were you know a couple three pointers away from from making this a really tight and, and a tough battle. And, and battle was the difference. All right, we'll get more in depth into that. We've got John Lester on the phone from Bookmaker.eu. Now he does he's got prop bets for the Super Bowl for us. Oh, I'm going to write down all my victories. <laughs> hey, John, you there? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? What's going on, John? All uh, good. So, how how do the prop bets get created? Well, it first starts with an idea. So, um, we just pick something, and uh, from there we do some light reading, and we post a number. Um, we get a percentage of what we think is going to happen, uh, and then we let the action dictate where the number is going to go. We move hard on the first bets um, and try to get to the, to the right number. Um, so, we know going into it we're probably going to lose equity on the first few bets but after that um we try to get to the right right price so is there like a group of guys sitting around that make these bets up like will james harden score more than the patriots and stuff like that how do these ideas generally get created yeah exactly going into it we sort of have a list i mean cross sports really seem to be growing um as player props uh, so we just sort of sit in room yeah just create ideas and as the week goes we create more and more um, and once we have a pretty nice set list, we'll start running through the numbers and start posting numbers. So with something like the length of the, the, the national anthem or whatever, do you look at past national anthems and kind of find an average somewhere in there? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, from there, we try to, you know, with YouTube, we try to go back and see. Um, and things depend. You know, last year with Pink, she had the flu, so that all obviously goes into consideration um, that she couldn't go a little longer. So you sort of try to see little angles, um, and then from there, you, you try to post a number and see where it goes. We always talk about this on the air. How do you guys prevent that from being fixed? Like, what prevents Pink from telling an old high school friend, hey, I'm going to go three minutes and 30 seconds on this? Oh, you can't. Um, and then from there, I mean, sometimes info comes out. Like a big one that that we kind of get beat on usually is uh, the first song of the Super Bowl halftime show uh, because rehearsals start, and then sometimes people at the stadiums already know which one's going to come out first. So from there, once you start to see a lot of heavy action back to back to back, then you just have to pull the prop because you realize that info is already out there. Hmm. What are the big ones this year? Um, let's see. All of them seem to get pretty good action. The player props, Tom Brady seems to get uh, total passing yards, seems to get pretty good action. Um, let's see, the National Anthem. Will a player kneel during during the National Anthem? What are the odds of that? 15-1 uh, to 1 that nobody does. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to do that either. Yeah. Not in the Super Bowl. Uh, let's see, how many times will Brady be called uh, the greatest of all time? Oh, this one's 10, at, at a half and, and, and pick them right now. I'm, I'm going to say though that if it's fifteen to one, that's long odds, and you're a player on the team. Yeah, why can't some why, guy just call his buddy and say I'm kneeling? Yeah, or bet a million dollars. Right. Well, I mean, the issue is also the limits, right? Uh, so right now we're taking five hundred on that. I mean, it's hard to really get down huge amounts of money to to really make a monster profit if if, if you give the info away. But I remember okay. back in the day, John, you used to go into and make what's called window bets over at Binion's. Um, and, and a window bet was you went to the guy at the window at Binion's and you told him what you wanted to bet and they would tell you right on the spot where they were going to take action. He'd give you the odds right then and there. Are you familiar with this? Oh, wow. No. Yeah, yeah back in the 70s, 60s and 70s, you should be able to walk in and say, Tom Brady's going to throw for 400 yards. What do you want to give me? And he would go, I'll give you four to one. D- Daniel, you know, was, would... Daniel was 50 in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, just, I was just gambling like a fool in the 70s. Yeah, uh, nowadays that would be uh, that'd be very hard. I'm sure we would get a lot of lot of calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So where are you guys stationed out of, John? Uh, out of Costa Rica. You're out of Costa Rica. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like it. I did a. Uh, oh, that's because of the laws down there. You guys can do all kinds of action down there, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Regulation. They give they give uh, licenses out here, and uh, yeah, you, we have the whole shop out here. How do you like living down in Costa Rica? It's all right. Um, weather's great. Uh, you got nature around you, and uh, it's a growing, growing economy, so it, it's all right. I had Pretty- to do a show uh, called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. We had to live in the Costa Rican rainforest. <laughs> it, was, it was rough, man. I got bit by bullet ants. I got all kinds of crazy stuff happening down there. Yeah, yeah, in the jungle, it's, uh, yeah, you can, you, can, you can definitely find some, some wild animals out there. So <laughs> what team's getting the most money right now in the Super Bowl? Uh, the Patriots. Patriots, really. I mean, from, from opening line, it's just gotten really rammed. I mean, uh, sharp money, too, came in. As soon as we opened it, it was just a lot of sharp money came in on the Patriots and pushed the line to New England favorite. Well, New uh, England, and now, isn't, is New England favorite by over a field goal now? Uh, no, we're still sitting at two and a half. My God, I'm going to be surprised if that doesn't go to three and a half. I wouldn't touch this game. Would not yeah. touch it. I'm taking the Rams if it goes over a field goal for sure. 
Because, you know, and my rule on this is when you watch a game, especially a big game move by multiple points, you know, the average person loses. That's why Vegas and different people are in business. So if that many people disproportionately are betting on one team, go the other way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're really we're kind of waiting on sharp money to come in on the Rams. You know, the, the line really will shift a little on uh, these next few days, I think. And uh, we think it's going to drop a little, a little down. I mean, I think it's still going to close New England favorite, but uh, maybe you could see it reaching the one and a half mark. What what was the over under on that Tom Brady greatest of all time? Because they're going to say that at least ten times in the broadcast. No, we just have it at pick them. Um, it's either a yes, no. Are the, it's pick them whether they're even going to call them the greatest of all time? Uh, it's it's at a half. So um, so if they don't, then then the no, the under under wins. Oh my goodness! Oh, Tony Romo is going to call him that ten times. Yeah, yeah, Romo is, is is Giselle making uh, making it on TV? One of the prop bets this year? Yeah, we definitely have that one. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm hoping for that. One. <laughs> <laughs> you bet it big. Yeah, yeah we like have that it. at one and a half. What's your what's your what do you think is the most unusual bet they have this year? Oh wow. Um, Let's see. Will Will Travis Scott take off his T-shirt during the halftime show? Wow. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. So Travis I Scott, the country singer. I no, think he's, he's a, a rapper. rapper. Travis Scott, the <laughs> That's rapper. Such a, I did the same thing. That's such a safe bet. No, I'm thinking of when Travis Tritt. Ran, is that yeah. Randy Travis? Yeah. yeah, Randy Travis. When you hear the name Travis Scott, first say that's a that's the best country singer name I've ever heard. Right. That's a so rapper. Right. He's a yeah. rapper. Yeah, you know what? I think you should, we should bet if he takes off his pants. Well, that's another one, and we're talking uh, with uh, what? What's the website again, Polly? John Lester from yeah. Bookmaker Bookmaker EU. That's one of the bets too. Is the color of Adam Levine's shirt during the halftime show? Right. Uh, we don't have the color of his T-shirt. We didn't post that one, but uh, I have seen that one around. Yeah, again, that's one that I don't know how you don't still fix. I don't know how they're like, Adam, put a purple shirt on. Go make $100 million. <laughs> yeah, one of the roadies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, those are the type of props that we tend to pull early because the info does get out. I mean, that is that is one of the things that you have to be aware of. Well, well, listen, thanks a lot, John, for calling in. It was a, a really interesting segment. We love listening to it. We're going to look you up online and let people know how to reach you. I'm Googling Travis Scott as we speak. <laughs> All right, guys. Sounds Thanks. good. Take care, John. Sunday. All right. God bless. We'll be right back after this. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Well, if he has it in his hands, somebody else can't screw it up. He beat Duke from the point, and he won this game from the point. He played the point early in the year. We've simplified it when he has the ball. It's pretty much ball screen stuff. Uh, he's getting a little better at finding people. He got, got Buddy for a wide open shot. Frank was playing well. The, you know, he's upset, which, you know, I'd be upset if I was a senior too, but uh, Tyus is just better at the ball, with the ball at the point, and he made plays. You know, that's pretty strong to say Tyus is a better. Well, that's what I said. I think the, I don't know if Coach had some more time to think about what he said. Um, I, I don't believe Tyus is, a, is an all-around better point guard than Hughes. But, Howard. Howard, rather. But um, he... Um, I, I would worry more about what Howard's going to think, you know, and how he's going to take those comments. Because 
knowing that he's going to be upset already that he sat a majority of the of the second half and certainly the entire fourth quarter if you broke it into quarters um can't make him feel very good and is this a technique to wake him up hopefully you know it's funny like we're all overthinking this right now none of us like when chuku sat we're like hey well, but, you know. but we're not talking about somebody dispersing the ball and scoring 31 points either. It was Juco, so Yeah. Beheim always has a history of this, of sending messages to his players. Kind of, you know, he's, he plays a psychological game with the guys. Right. Right. I mean, that line he said that we heard reported that he said um, to battle about, you know, why'd you come back? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's... Yeah. Wow. Right. I mean, to, to most, it can just seem like he's being a jerk, but a lot of times he's, he's sending a message. Like, like, what was, I think it was with Tyus, too, where he said uh, he better show up this week or he's done or whatever it was. And I'm, I'm not questioning what he's doing, but do you want to lose your senior point guard mentally? This, you know, but you're no, also, I but, wouldn't. but you're also a senior. You should be able to, you've, you've been under this yeah, guy for you know, four years. You know, you, know you, you signed up for this. You know what you're getting when you come to Syracuse. And even, even G-Mac will tell you there's a good cop, bad cop. So it'll be, I mean, same thing with Hop. When Hop was there, I think probably G-Mac does it a little more now, too, where it's like, you know. Bayheim will rail on you, and then GMAC will take it aside and be like, hey, man, you know, we're going to be all right. Is, I mean, a little bit of that. Yeah, n- nobody, yeah, Frank's been here four years. He knows yeah. He knows the deal. So, he so was be, it a message thing, or? It, it may have been a message. It just may have been, hey, we won this game. We're, we're playing better in this situation. This is what I got to do to win. It's his. It's the coach's job to win. You know, and not worry about people's feelings. You wow. know, right? Am I wrong about that? Like. Wow. It's very strong. You're very strong. You're a man. You're a man. I think it was probably this is the like a generation man. of kids that probably you you do need to maintain their feelings a little bit. You know, I think they came I'm up in say, a time where it was different. Than yes, this. yes, and and so I think we're talking about different generations now. But, they, but this is a fourth year for him. He knows what he knows what Beheim does. Point well taken. I think that he knows what he's up against. Um, I think that the reason why you would be that, if you will, harsh as a coach is because you're trying to motivate the player, I w- would be my guess. And I think that if you're dull as I, you're probably not coming out the gate saying, yeah, you know, you sucked today. So but, and, and so different kids react to different things. I think one of the things to remember, too, is that these are 19 and 20-year-olds. You know, I mean, they're not 30-year-old season NBA players. They're kids. So it'll be interesting to see how he reacts. Um, you know, I mean, if he look at how we reacted after Georgia Tech, we came out we upset number one. So let's see what happens. You know, he he knows his boys and he knows his style and how he does, and he's had a lot of success, Coach Beheim. So let's see how they how, how they go. We've got Pitt next. And as a fan, though, right, you want wins, and they got to win. You know, so just win, baby. Do you remember that? Yes, they need. Just win, baby. And I don't think people realize how important winning these games are right now for Syracuse. Their resume is not great. No, it's imperative they They, beat BC. They need to beat BC. They need to beat Pitt. And Bayheim, Syracuse University isn't judged by the regular season. They're judged by the NCAA tournament. And Coach Bayheim's job is to get this team there. And they got these games, and nobody likes using the term, these games are must wins. These BC games, these Pitt games. Because you don't want to have to have to beat North Carolina at North Carolina. You don't want to have to beat either the number one or number two Virginia team. You don't want to have to beat the either number one or number two Duke team to get in. You want to get these games and you want to get in the tournament. You want to take the path of least resistance. Well, I agree. And I think that um, 
I think that we have obviously proved this team can beat anybody. We yes. can beat anyone. So that's a fa- on the road. And that's a huge thing to the, to the selection committee because you're going to be playing away from home, where, whoever you are. But so. the selection committee also sees they can lose to Old Dominion, a very bad oh, Oregon team. Oh, that's what I mean. Well, and, and, the other, and the other thing you're going to be able to get away with if we continue to do what you are suggesting, which is the season has grown. Um, you know, we so we lost to Tech on the road, uh, but you've got to beat the the other teams so you can say, well, we lost to Old Dominion. That was in the beginning of the season. Yes, you know, without so, our point guard who right. Last so night. now, now, well, well, he, I think he was there for Old Dominion, but they lost, they lost to Connecticut and Oregon without their point guard. Right. So right. the and, committee and that, should look at that also. And that showed. Yeah. And that showed in their play. So what do you got? What do you got going the rest? Of the I'm game? with you. I'm, I'm with you. I feel, I feel you. I feel like uh, this pit game will be a good game, and then like. I I uh, copy what, what Paulie said. I agree completely. All right, we'll come back and do sounding off. What did you sounding off? You like it? Yeah, I got my sounding off. You want to stick around for sounding off, Josh? Sure. I'll you hang know, tight for a sounding I'm off. I'm him into staying around longer. Wow. You know, I, I like the dedication from him. I really do. <laughs> I really do. I feel it. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. What do you got going, big boy? What do you got going, Paul at the mall? How you feeling, kid? I got sounding off, bro. Yeah. Sounding off with Paul Sabilia. Paul the mall, Sabilia. The LA Rams gave Super Bowl tickets to the locker room janitor. I didn't hear it all that the work. I heard that one of the wide receivers personally gave it to him. On behalf of the team and organization, we would love to invite you and your son, Josh. Round trip, Super Bowl, uh, come hang out with us. You, you oh mean so God. much to us. This is uh, two tickets to the bowl. Oh my and God. you'll be able to keep this as well. Oh, my God. Maybe more time for you and your son. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a dream come yes, true, man. Absolutely. Oh my God. Thank you for everything. Wait, that was boring, man. Like, oh my God, maybe one tail gets to go. How cool is that? That's so cool. That's so cool. And that's Do you think the organization you. should give like a lot of the staff tickets to the Super Bowl or only the players and the immediate coaches? Like, why wouldn't you send more players? Well, like, think- why wouldn't you send more just like staff from the. Facility? I think the NFL itself has a certain amount of tickets. That are are set aside for the entire. I, I think every player in the league can go, but uh, but you're paying for them. But I, mean, yeah. I think they provide you a first come first serve. So you're talking about thirty two teams times forty. You know, I mean, it would get expensive. If you sent every janitor, every sure right peanut salesman. You know? Right. Well, I'm sure someone put up their tickets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because not everybody can afford to fly in and go. It's 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 an expensive proposition. Jared Goff has this to say about Tom Brady. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Tom Brady's really handsome. <laughs> that was it. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Tom Brady's really handsome. Wow. Very handsome man. Can't disagree with that. Is he very handsome? 
He's very he's a good looking dude. That dude, I, got, I th- that I, dude won the lottery. <laughs> he won the life lottery. Yeah, you got the Thank life yeah. lottery. Yeah, big guy. Yeah. He's good looking. He's an NFL quarterback. No, I, I didn't say he's he wasn't good looking. But he's very model. handsome. I mean, he's talented. Yeah, dude, he's very handsome. Is he very handsome? Yes, he's a good looking guy. He's Baldwin feel- level handsome. Yeah, you really think so? He's up. He's getting up there. Not all the <laughs> way. He's, I mean, he's not. Alec Baldwin handsome. <laughs> right, right. He's low. He's low leg Baldwin handsome. <laughs> just, just above Steven. He's, he's right in between. He's, mm-hmm. he's right in between you and Steven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not quite Billy. Not quite Alec. I like that. Is, he, better, is he more handsome than, than them all? Yes, way better. He is. He's uh. He's got height on him. That's what it is. I, I can say this, handsome wise, in the in the Baldwin family, I am more handsome than Stu Gatz Baldwin. <laughs> There's no doubt. Take that one. Sure. We'll give you that. We're going to give you you. that. We're going to give you that. Kentucky governor says that kids now are sallies because we're canceling school because it's too cold. You know, now we cancel school for cold. Come on now. I mean, there's no ice going with it or any snow. I mean, what happens to America? We're getting soft. And I do appreciate it's better to err on the side of being safe. and, and And I'm being only slightly facetious. It does concern me a little bit that in America, on this and any number of other fronts, we're sending messages to our young people that if life is hard, you can curl up in the fetal position somewhere in a warm place and just wait till it stops being hard. And that just isn't reality. Just isn't. I agree with them. I do. I mean, I'm not saying that. You, know, my you can't kid- send kids out in 50 below. Okay, okay. You know, sometimes you're so finite in your, th- in your thought process. I'm not saying, and you didn't let me finish, that, for example, sending kids outside with their lungs might freeze isn't a good idea. I do. But in general, I think what he's trying to say is we have softened up quite a bit as a nation. We have. We have yes. we've definitely softened up. I mean, I look at people that work here. That we've discussed, and they, and I just go, God, what is I, your- I had a, a big rant about this earlier today on my show, and uh, I angered a lot of people. But I said that, I said, because Al Roker calls him a nitwit for the same reason you guys said. And by the way, I just have to say, this nitwit governor right. yeah. uh, in Kentucky yeah. saying that, oh, we're, we're weak. We're, these are kids who are going to be in sub-zero wind chills. No. Cancel school. Stop it. You know, adults, if they want to be out there, that's great. These are our children. You know, I'm glad you're not a teacher. Every generation, in my opinion, tries to make the next generation better than they had it. You know what I'm saying? So you got these baby boomers that come home and they want things better than they had for their kids. Well, 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 I think where we're going to where I want to define this better for me is better or easier because I want things to be better, but what's your definition of better? So when I teach my children, like for instance, their mother, when when I got custody of my kids and then my daughters at the time, they're now 11 and nine, but they were um, nine and, and seven. <clears throat> and I said, okay, well, there's the big pooper scooper and you go out and you walk this way and back mm-hmm. and forth and you pick up and I have two English masters. When they go, they go. Well, I got more stuff, more crap from their mother that I would that I would have my kids go out and clean the property and pile this and I went well they have enough big farmhouse with two giant dogs right I don't I, disagree with that I think you're but, teaching but, but, them but responsibility again, but again, and- the, the 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 take she had on it was that I was this slave trader but you know and so I, don't don't miss my point about this what's better versus what's easier and so when we constantly try to make it easier on our kids when our kids are able to turn around and take now i remember going to do a report 
And when I would go to do a report, I had to go to the library, use the Dewey Decimal System, pick, look up the book, go to the aisle, get the book, open it up, read it, mark it, write the notes. You know, now I can flip my phone open and do all of that in one second. Mm -hmm. So which one is better for them to take in the information and, effort and actually learn when they're writing it out or just look on their phone and read it? I don't know. I know for sure things are easier for my kids. I don't know they're better. I don't know they're better. I The only issue I have with this is, and normally I'm the everybody's soft, it's it's beyond cold out there now. Like, you can't put kids yeah, in a bus stop. No, I'm talking about what the governor said. Right. There's a lot of kids. Go back and play the governor's thing. Go back and play the governor's thing, please. I got rid of it. He said we're, cha we're, we're closing school because of the cold. He basically said that. My, to my point is not every kid can afford jackets. Like, there are plenty of people who can't afford There's them. no question when it comes to the cold issue, I do not agree with the governor. Okay. My kids are out of school right now sitting in the, in, in the cafeteria here with, their, uh, with books and snacks and all kinds of stuff I had to get ready for them because they called off school. I don't want my kids going to school where they might be outside and their lungs freeze, that their cilia adheres to each other. Right. You know? Well, that's fine. Now, now if you but, want to talk about them banning dodgeball, I'll tell you they're wimps all the way. No, I think what he's trying to say, though, is was a, I took it as a bigger problem, which is, you know, we, I think we're a little softer. Well, he let in with a stupid way of saying that. He was dumb in, in, in using the weather thing. I Dave, think he was Davis dumb. on the phone wants to talk about the weather. Let's talk, Dave. Dave, you there? Dave? Dave? Dave's not here. Big Dave's Dave. Not Dave's here. not here, man. No, I'm Dave, man. <laughs> Who is it? Dave? Yep, Dave's gone. Dave's not here. All right, finally, we go to Hungary. I am hungry. Wow. We're going to Hungary? There's a man <laughs> at work. There's video of this because I had to watch the video to prove that the audio was correct because it sounds fake. Every time he turned the hot water on on his sink... It sounded like a man in pain or in pleasure. Like, you can't tell. Just, a moaning, right? Yeah, just listen to this. <laughs> That's the sound of his faucet. That sounds like Robin on the phone last night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly what it sounds This like. has been sounding off. Now back to you, Daniel Baldwin. Wow, I'm still trying to get John Rocker on the phone. How did I used to end my stupid segment God, on I your wasn't show? paying attention. I'm Rocker, um, I missed that's a call. Just the way it is. Yes, sir. That was sounding off, and that's just the way it is. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, Paul, are you aware of the dominance, the local dominance that is the Pathfinder Bank? I am. They do our uh, high school sports. They, they, proudly, they proudly serve Central New York, my friend, with 10 branch locations, and now they're opening Clay on Route 31. Now, I happen to get out that way in Clay uh, because I drop my dogs off to the uh, to the vet there. They, want, they, they hold my big old Mastiffs when I go away and I travel and I do different things, which... Look at that. Uh-oh, John Rocker calling. Uh, we can't take him on FaceTime. I got to get him to call the number. H hang on, I got to call you back. Um, anyway, 
so I want you to know that uh, uh, Pathfinder Bank has this new location in Clay on Route 31, very conveniently located. They specialize in personal home loans with a wide range of terms and programs available, convenient and competitive business products with local decisions and local processes. Pathfinder Bank is the local community bank that you can trust. Member FDIC, member FDIC equal housing lender. So we had Big Jim on from Pathfinder. I got another little nugget to throw in there, too. They do our high school sports, and they're going to give away two scholarships at the end of the year this year to two scholar athletes. Wow. To To go to college? Yeah, yeah, to help them out with a little cash. Wow, that's very, very strong. Very strong of them. Uh, I've got some uh, emails that came in. You know, I, going through, sometimes they're so repetitive. This is always my favorite segment. Well, here's here's one from uh, <laughs> Dave from Syracuse. Daniel reads Polly sucks had multiple emails. <laughs> I love this. I, segment. I, I read I read I read you suck on multiple emails. So uh, Dave from Syracuse writes, uh, "You guys are on for two hours now, and you can't get Payhum or Babers on the show. Why?" And and so I, I you know. Uh, my initial response to that would have been, I guess, being naive because th- they have allegiances with certain shows and they're on a certain schedule and rotation. Uh, I would love to, and I and I saw Coach Babers at Texas Day Brazil with his lovely wife, and I said to him, hey, man, I need to have you on my show more often. And he said, yeah, man, don't worry anytime. Does that mean that uh, that's going back to the big, the great Ed Levine if I have him on? Yeah, I'm get, uh, we can get him on. We'll get him on a couple times. I'm just... He's got to be a weekly guest. That, then you're going to get an invoice. <laughs> so, wow. And you're talking about CC, and you're talking about how do you get big time and how do you get bigger. How many times do we have to have this discussion on here? We're not <sighs> in drive time. It. Lucy from Ohio. We got a, a an email from Ohio. I heard you're looking for a producer. What does it pay? And what would I have to do? So, what's it going to pay? What, what are we paying our? Producers? Well, she would get here in. She'd run out of gas if she was. Well, I guess she either has ties here or she wants to move here. I mean, even Syracuse is better than Ohio for sure, better than all the state. So, what does it pay? What would she have to do? Well, take the girl through. She's listening right now, waiting, hanging on your every word. You're the boss. You're the CF. I'm not just around. Is is, 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 it's a fifteen dollar? I'm not going to say because there's other people that work here. Okay, so we're not saying the money. What would you have to do? You'd have to book guests. You have to plot out the show. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things producers have to do. They have to do imaging. You know, there's there's a ton of stuff. If she's interested, she could send me her resume. All right, where do you want that resume to go? To P. Sibilia at galaxycommunications.com. If you can spell my name, you win. Okay, wait a minute. S-C-I-B-I-L-L-I-A? L-S-C-I-B-I-L-I-A. Oh, that's close. I was off by one L. All right, so there you have it. That's where you send it to, Lucy. We're looking forward to having you here on the show. Uh, Frank from Cicero writes, <laughs> if Nikki Caps is gone, do you bring back Forrest? No. And then writes, who's going on the North Carolina trip? <laughs> did you buy two tickets? I did 1200 and something dollars. It was co- more for North Carolina tickets? More for North Carolina than, than Duke? Duke, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's because we beat Duke, I think. It drove the price up. I'm trying to think of who would be a fun bring. Well, I thought about bringing uh, the sponsor of the show. I thought it's possible we bring Vinny Lobdell. Okay. That but, makes a lot but, of sense. Does he want to sit in a car with us? For- you know, I'm, I, he's a gamer, you know, so, uh, but he, uh, 
Then he just hit me with a, an email that's uh, not a favorable email. Um, All right. Also, something we shouldn't talk about on the air. Yeah, probably not. Um, so we're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna get out of that. Um, um, tell but, me. Tell me. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anybody on staff that we would. Josh would be fun. Would Josh do his show from down there too? I would set it up. I would engineer his show if he came. Oh, I'll do both shows. I'll do his show, and then, and then do ours. I'll get up at five. And do his show. That's an interesting question. Would he do his show from... His his wife wouldn't let him. His wife has that kind of pull? Oh, my God, yeah. She shoots him right down? Yes. No doubt. There's, really? Yes. Wow. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize. Maybe we bring Robin. Maybe we throw Robin in. She'd give you life lessons. No girls. No, <laughs> no girls. He-Man Woman Haters Club. No. Do you remember the yeah. He-Man Woman Haters no Club? No way. No way? No way am I doing a woman in that trip. What do we do, Robin and our no, friend? I, I can't afford it. What do you mean? Let's go. There's only two rooms, so you're going to have to stay with mm, See where I'm going? See where I'm going? Yeah, the show couldn't afford creepier, that. Nothing creepier than saying you're forced to stay in my hotel room <laughs> <laughs> with me. You're creepy, though. What do you care? Nope. Come on. No. Think about a trip down to two girls, a couple of menches. Nope. You're not doing it? No. You know, you know, you need to experience. Let me help you. Why don't you? Uh, Why don't people want my help today? No one wants my help. I think you need help. <laughs> Is there any more? There's a hot take. Any more emails? Uh, no, I had those three. I pulled three, thinking I didn't realize that we're gonna. I, I mean, I'm. I feel bad for you now that you bought a ticket, though. Now that you've you're yeah. You're, take a look. Take a look at this. You're six hundred bones. You sent me the email, so you're six hundred bones in the. Hole now because you don't have anybody. Six hundred and twelve hundred and something in the boat. But you, you, but you're going. But but yeah, but I'm not getting compensated back from the great one. He's yeah, not giving okay, me my but ticket. What I'm saying is you're out six hundred because you don't have anybody to go with you. Why don't we take Neil? You, you don't want him to come back and do the show, but you want to. You, no, it's wanna... just a is a olive branch of love. Why don't we get set this as the 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 bar to bring a new kid in and get him going? Seriously. All right. We'll we'll discuss. Yeah, we'll take him on the road. <clears throat> I don't want anybody in. I don't like traveling with people. <laughs> it's bad enough you're going. Well, are you gonna let me get the car? You do whatever you gotta do, bro. All right. You do. It's your world. You you. I'll get I'd, the big old RV. Go ahead. Do, 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 do. Play just bumping sick 90s biggie, rap biggie. music. Yeah. All right. You want to take another quick break? I think we should take a quick break. I'm in favor of that. Come back. What do you got? What else you got uh, lined up for us? Um, got SU Pitt. We can look back at SUBC. We've no, got we got a Kyrie Irving report and uh, some stuff on the Super Bowl. Is, it, is my prediction about Kyrie Irving correct that you guys called the hot take? We'll be back after this. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. So we brought you back in. Okay. We got Josh back. Did you, you give him a lead in? I don't get anything that's I did not. Oh, I like it. All right. I just, because I know he's going to have the reaction I predicted. Okay. okay. So, you know I got this extra ticket now, because Nicky Kneecaps is not going to go to the game. Okay. Carolina. To UNC. Carolina. To UNC, yeah. Road trip with us. 
down to Carolina, do your morning show from the from the uh, hotel lobby, and then go to the Carolina game. No, it's not happening. Not gonna. <laughs> not happening. Not happening. Now, now I'm told there's no way you're getting it on your wife. She's saying no. Well, way. what day of the week is this? Like a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Yeah, it's not happening. Why not? It's not happening. I can't leave my wife with the kids alone for we'd be gone for two days essentially. No, we go the, right after the show. Mm-hmm. I'm not driving through the night again. Oh my god! Listen, me, me, I'm not gonna. I'll pull the plug on this. Come on, we'll go. <laughs> I will. You'll be out twelve hundred bucks. I don't care. <laughs> he refused. He will never drive through the night again. I'm He's never so doing that again. Come on, that was the best. That's no, what made the truck. <sighs> he was tired the rest of the week. Really. Yeah, yeah, he was shocked. Really? I work more than an so hour. You, so, every so day. you want to do, draw, So you want to do do the show from here, leave, get there, do the show the next day, go to the game, and leave, what, what, go to the hotel again, do the show the next morning, drive back. I see. So you want to do? I see. I, 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 so you're doing a two two nights down there. Yeah, two nighter down there, big guy. Wow. Don't travel out. Big time. No, it doesn't. It doesn't service my audience at all for me to be there. It doesn't. They don't. I mean, we're not a sports show, like for my the morning. Does show, it you serve mean? you? No, we just want you in the car with us for. Yeah, we want you. Cody has to come along too. Uh, Why? Cody's gotta, in the studio here. Because I am not. He's my. He's my bro. He's my mic too. I gotta have him with me. Another ticket. That's loyal. I like it. <laughs> That's loyal. I like it too. And a great excuse. I <laughs> Everybody's an excuse. My uh, wife, my kids, yeah, right, my yeah. coworker. My... No, what's the date of that game? I said. So tell me what you think of this. Tuesday the twenty. Tell me what you think of this. Yeah. I said. You know who I've been trying to hook him up with, mm-hmm. right? Do you know? Yeah, well, I know. Yeah. Okay. The twenty. I said bring Robin and her, and then we're on the road together with them the whole time. A little menage and then he, four, if you know. And what then, talking no, about. but but then. <laughs> Menage quoi? Menage quoi? No, no. What I'm, what I'm thinking is, going, yeah, you know, they could only afford one hotel room each. <laughs> he says, creepy. he says that's super creepy. I'm like, you've done worse for sure. Brought, you've done worse. I brought him back to my dump of an apartment. Or it's like that scene. It's like that scene in Plane, Trains, and Automobiles where he opens a hotel door and it's just one queen size bed. <laughs> right. and he's like, oh, I told them two, two kings. I don't know what happened. God. Here. What do you think of the idea? No, I don't. The I mean, I think date. it's great for you guys because it brings the double me joy. Oh, double date! Yeah, 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 yeah. I, if she I, knows I, what she's getting into, I bet you. You can't say, "Hey, let's hang." The first time we really go out, you just have go you to ever gone? You know what? It's not like you don't know each other. It's not like you're not friends with each other. It's not like you you don't have a relationship of some kind. Think about it. Her and Robin in the back seat. Great eye candy. We're taking the trip. We go hear, to the game. Bark, 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 in the back seat all day. The you're whole not, trip. You're not, not going to get laid this way. That's what women sound like to him. Is yeah. <laughs> Can I call her and ask her if she wants to go? No. Just hey, Paul. said you sound like a hen. Yeah. Do you really want two women in the backseat? How long is that drive? Honestly, nine hours. No. Eighteen hours Hon- round trip. Honestly, I got to tell you that of the different scenarios, um, if I was to call and ask, which I'm going to do, um, if I was to call and ask Robin. Where do we have our most fun? Where consistently she's going to say when we're driving in the car. Watch, I guarantee it. But I guarantee it. I'm not married. Hey, to hey Robin. listen to me. Yeah. I got to ask you a question. You listening? I am. Okay, so you're on the air right now. So listen, if you were to pick the one thing that we do really, really well together besides make love, no. But but the scenario <laughs> by which we have the most consistent fun, what would it be? Um. Cooking? Oh. Mm. Talking? Oh, oh Lord. Being silly? 
You can't. No, it has to do. Uh, what did you say? In the car. Driving in the car. Thank you. It's like the newlywed game. Yeah, exactly like the newlywed <laughs> game. All right, he's out. He's not going. Go to make the trip. Come on. It'd be so much fun with the girls. And Is there things. Is nothing sacred to you? What? <laughs> do we have to talk about this on the air? Well, that's what makes it entertaining. That's what makes it entertaining. I got a text here. Why won't he go? That's all it says. Why won't he go? I don't know. I just, uh, no. And then you're going to have to buy, I got to buy a $600 ticket to the game. Think about how much money you'll save in porn on the road, though. (laughs) (laughs) You're just not doing it? I don't know. We'll talk off here. Can we uh, discuss Kyrie Irving? We can discuss Kyrie Irving. So, as you said, and I did some checking, I can't give up my source, but it's high up the Los Angeles Lakers uh, totem pole. Kyrie Irving reportedly is interested in joining LeBron James in Los Angeles. And when you look at some of the things that have come out in the news about him, for instance, he had a public apology. He acknowledged a public apology to LeBron saying that, you know, he never understood, you know, he was always the two. He was the guy behind LeBron. He was the, but now being the one in Boston and being the guy that carries the, uh, the burden of being the number one guy. Uh, he had to call LeBron in his own words and say, you know, I'm really sorry. I had no idea what it was like to be the one that everyone comes to, be the one that everyone leans on. It's a lot harder a role, and I owe you an apology. I, I got to tell you. And he's asked his advice on certain situations, and I think they've mended that fence some because it was I probably more blown out of proportion that they like to do in the media anyway. But uh, supposedly he's interested in coming to the Lakers now, and it's going to be – the Pelicans, the, the Celtics, somebody's going to make a big trade. He, you know, this was the plan all along. Well, um, I think KD is going to go to the Knicks. I understand that he really wants to play there. Uh, but wouldn't that be interesting to see Kyrie Irving be out in Los Angeles now? It makes a ton of sense. They've they've got the chemistry. Kyrie went out on his own, and then Kyrie technically could run the Lakers in a couple of years, too, after LeBron's done. You well, know? that's the thing that's great about it, is is he inherits the team. You know, he... he, he and gets... he's got a number two with him if they get Davis. So. Oh, for sure. You think they'll get both? Yeah, I think so. Do you think that the Lakers are a threat if they just add Kyrie to that roster? Yes. They he won, they won the championship in Cleveland. In Cleveland right. Because I think they only need Kyrie, and then a couple of guys, maybe somebody else, a good big man would help. Um, some some kind of presence in the middle, uh, but I I I think Ball is is gone. He's going to be one of the young trade bait guys. He hasn't panned out to be as much as they thought. They thought he would be more advanced by now, um, and he's made it very known already that he does not want to be a Pelican. Yeah, and LeBron wants Luke Walton fired, so there there's going to be a huge upheaval, maybe even think, before it, this season it, ends. It, it, is LeBron publicly saying that? Yeah, I think it's kind of evident. Wow, poor Luke. I thought they brought him up a little early anyway. No, from really no coaching experience to head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, such a storied franchise. We can, uh, tomorrow, big uh, guest that I pulled myself, we could, uh, we'll could we have NBA play-by-play man from ESPN, Dave Pash, on the show. Dave Pash is coming back on? Yep, we'll have wow. him on. We'll talk about uh, the Lakers. He's out west, so we'll talk about the Lakers and... Did I, hear that, and, did I hear that uh, Kelly Trapuca's coming on? Yeah, the uh, UNC game. We'll have Kelly Trapuca. I love Kelly Trapuca. Former uh, Duke standout, right? 
Yeah. Carolina? He's calling <laughs> He's calling uh, the UNC uh, Syracuse game for Compass Media. So well, He was a legendary NBA player, too. He played. Wasn't he in the front office at uh, the Lakers for a long time? Wasn't Kelly Tribuca in the front office of the Lakers? I don't know. I think he was. I believe he was, my friend. Challenge me, shall you? Uh, according to Tommy, our uh, interim producer, <laughs> uh, the Lakers are not taking calls, or the, the Pelicans are not answering calls from the Lakers currently. Why is that? I don't know. Well, is there more depth to that story? Get them in here. Well, I, I think the Celtics have better chips. No, if you're not taking calls from them, then there's something wrong or they're upset about it because you don't, well, not, I don't you always I, listen to an offer. Yeah, well, they, I think that they know that the Lakers really don't. You, you're going to give ball up in a draft pick for, you know, they're going to have to. What do they well, well, besides, well, you say a draft pick. It could be a number one draft pick. So, yeah, you know, no. Don't, 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 Celtics, don't scowl at that. The Celtics have way more to offer. In, in as far as players right now, but the Celtics are going to go further, I believe, in their season uh, than the Lakers are this year. The Lakers will be lucky to make the playoffs. Not if, it, but if they get these trades done. Well, are they going to get those trades done this year? Or are they looking for for really for next year? So uh, I, I, I I've been under the impression that no one's going really anywhere that that that's that major. I mean, the Celtics are certainly not going to trade Kyrie Irving right now. I don't see that. Because the Celtics could go to the NBA Finals this year. Well, the, they could. The Pelicans are saying no to the late. You, you were right about the problem thing. They're saying no because they believe that the Lakers in some way colluded to make Davis ask for the For trade. sure. So. For sure. Listen, the stuff that goes on behind closed doors on these deals, listen to how brilliant it is for uh, Lonzo Ball's camp. So they put, a, hey, I don't want to go to the Pelicans. What, is that, what, what does that really do? Break it down to what really happens. The last thing the Pelicans want is a guy that's disgruntled and doesn't want to play there. Some guy that's going to be cancerous in the locker room, along with inheriting his crazy father and the two other brothers and the whole show that goes with those guys. So... Um, he, he immediately puts out there, I don't want to play with the Pelicans. So the Pelicans have to look at who they could get. But but one thing for sure, don't uh, um, don't not focus on, and that is if you're the Lakers, what draft, what first-round draft pick do they have next year? I mean, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure I know the answer to that question, but I guarantee it's in the first 10. So you're looking at you know one of the 10 best players coming out of college next year. That's a high pick. That's a high pick, and they can trade down for that, too, if they're in the top ten. Davis was also absent from the hype video prior to their game against the Denver Nuggets. It's terrifying. He's gone. Gone. He's so gone. I think he's gone soon, though. I don't think they wait to get rid of him. I think I think when it comes to him, they're going to get compensation for him. Kyrie, on the other hand, if the Celtics... This is an interesting scenario... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think if the Celtics don't trade Kyrie now, they don't get compensated very greatly from because his contract is up. So if they can't make it, this is one of those. Uh, it would be a loner thing. It'd be you know, it'd be like baseball. You're getting a, you're getting a good player to right, but, but, save but, your season. But the scenario by which you do, you normally do this in is that the team is not playing very well. So you want who was it just now in football? Well, the, it's like you're going to make your team better. Like no, no. a baseball team that's making a run for the playoffs gets a better bat. Gets a better. Oh, you know who it was? It was uh, uh, the guy from the Spurs that went to the Raptors. 
um, Leonard. Yeah. So, so what happened with him was the same thing. If the Spurs didn't make a deal with someone, then they weren't going to get any compensation for him because he was he, he was he could opt out on his own with no compensation. So they made the one deal loaner deal to send him to the Raptors, and the Raptors spent that kind of money and sent over a couple draft picks and a player because even though it wasn't a great deal for his talent level, it was something that they if he sat out, he was even talking about not playing. The same will be said here of Ky- I believe of Kyrie because. Um, he is done with his contract. The difference is, though, the Spurs weren't a threat to win an NBA title. The Spurs weren't trading away someone that was going to take them and their team was going to be good enough to go deep into the playoffs. I believe Boston right now is good enough to win the East. I, yes. th- I think they are. So if you trade Kyrie, this is a very interesting scenario. If you trade Kyrie before, then you're giving up probably your opportunity to go to the NBA Finals. Yeah, but don't forget they got to the the Eastern Conference Finals last year without him. Right, but I'm saying now, now you have him. You're you know you Philly and who else really is in this conversation? Toronto and Toronto. Those three, those are the three teams. So Milwaukee. I I don't know why I just don't believe in Milwaukee. Because they've been irrelevant for forty years. I just, I just don't. I, I don't push comes to shove. I don't see it. I just don't see it. Let's go to break. We'll come back and we're going to talk about the Super Bowl right after this. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, I got a big bag of grapes. I'm trying to lose some weight. So I'm eating a lot of fruit. What do you? What was that d- disparaging look for? You don't notice that I've lost weight? You look great, bro. I'm done looking day over 57. God. What an awful thing to say for a man who is in denial about dyeing his hair. I've never dyed my hair in my life. Come on. It can't be that dark at your age. I'll bet you $1,000. You can You're talk to the girl. You're not paying bets. I've been winning everything. You could, uh, <laughs> you could talk to the girl who does my hair. Don't you still owe me five from the other day? You didn't pay? Of course. No, no, Talk right. about the Super Bowl. Come on. Nobody cares about well, my hair. You, you know what? It's interesting about this game. <laughs> there was a stack of singles. <laughs> I love, Here you go, babe. Five bucks. Let me see what's in your wallet. I got Let's nothing. See. No, what you, you got, took my last five. I'm not taking your last five. Go ahead, keep it back. I, it's payday. You're fine. No. You're fine. Go. Go. Come on. No, talk about the Super Bowl. It's just a different how we roll. Let's take a look. Nobody cares how one, much money two, you have. Three. Nobody cares. Don't I owe you a couple hundred? No. Talk about the Super Last Bowl. Last month's severance pay? Talk about the Super Bowl. Come on. I do. That's for you. I don't want That's right. Keep it fair. Man. It's like Rodney Dish. Remember that? That great thing? <laughs> yeah. When in Caddyshack? When it, when the when the, the guy who's uh, uh, who runs the Caddyshack? I can't think of what his name is. The characters in the, on the movie. We got, I, what we got? We, we got, got Greg on the line who wants to talk about going down to UNC. All right, Greg. Come on. What's up, Greg? Hello. Oops. What up? Um... I was just telling your uh, person on the line there that I used to do a lot of promotions with 93Q and uh, some of the radio stations when uh, I worked for a large uh, company. And what we did was uh, we set up a, a private jet with eight people for, like, the last Penn State game of the year. We went down to the Meadowlands. We went to Boston College. We went to a lot of different uh, venues for football, and uh, what we did was uh, did an on-air promotion, 
where you fly down with a Baldwin crew and, uh, you know, you get tickets to the game, flight down on a private jet with them. Uh, the, the jet that we took uh, held eight people, so you could bring your staff and then just leave room for the two people that, uh, that win the promotion. And you can sell ads around it. You can do promotions around it uh, on the air. You can do in-store promotions, that type of thing. And uh, we, we always had a good time. I went to, like I said, Penn State. I went to the Meadowlands, went to uh, Boston College, went to uh old Michigan game when uh, we beat the crap out of Michigan. So, uh you know, you can sell a promotion around it, and then you guys get to go free, and you're down there and back in the same night. Are you supplying the Learjet, or am I paying for the Learjet? Well, you'd have to pack that into the promotion, you know, like sell it to, I don't know, I'm just saying, you know, kitty drugs, I'm just using that as an example, or one of those sports bars, and uh, sell them the total package and add that price into it, you know? I think we go to the Alpine. We got Greg breaking down how to run radio for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, I like it. All right, thanks, Greg. Um, I, did you understand hardly any of that? He, yeah. So he's trying to put together a package where we well, answer, well, answer my phone random, see what it is? No. Why Sorry. we, uh, I, the point is I don't fly. Well, no one said you were going up the promotion. It's a little don't you think, that you were going? You're going to drive, you know, and bring the gear up. You're damn right. Yeah, I'm going to be on the Learjet. You're in the rear with the gear and I'm on the Lear. <laughs> Isn't that the way it should be? So, uh... All right, I, I got an idea. Uh, I got a, no, no, I got a great idea. Think about it. Okay. Think about this great idea. I know you're going to love this idea. Right. Do you want to bet you're going to love it? Go ahead. Do you want to bet you're going to love it? Yeah. The five bucks that's sitting right on the counter that I already lost. I say you go... If I could pull this off, I say you go, oh, done. We swing down to New York City and pick up Alec and take him to the game. That's a no-brainer. Do, do you love it? Yeah, he won't do it, though. No, he, you know what? He's really funny about stuff. So if you told him we want to come down and interview you, you told me he'd be like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. But, but if you told him something quirky and weird like this, like you, me, mole in the suburban down there, we got your room. I got your sick ticket. You're going to the game with me. That's the kind of weird thing. He'll go, all right, I'm in. Come get me. <laughs> like it, it might be. It might be. It might be. We can check with them. How much time do we have before you want to we get got, out of the show? We got a break right now. We're getting right now a, we're out? Yep, we're out. So why don't you call him and we'll talk to him. All right, we'll, we'll get, get him on the phone tomorrow. I'm going to lay this on him live on the air and see what he says. The only thing about it that he'll say no is because he has to go away for the night and he hates doing that from his kids. But I, I don't. I don't. this is a weird enough thing that he might go, come get me. All right, we'll find out. All right, we'll be back tomorrow.